Welcome to Medicare for All Explained. This podcast will enlighten our listeners and dispel the distortions that surround Medicare for All. Medicare for All Explained is produced in collaboration with Physicians for a National Health Program and is hosted and produced by Joe Sparks. I'm your host, Joe Sparks. This is episode 97, Some Changes Needed in Our Current Healthcare System. The major change that is needed in our current healthcare system is to shift to a single-payer Medicare for All system that eliminates all out-of-pocket costs. However, today's podcast will discuss some changes that are necessary in our current healthcare system, short of moving to Medicare for All. While the recommended changes are not a complete list, and the changes won't solve the problems with our current healthcare system, they will make our current healthcare system slightly better. Medicare has recommended decreased payments to doctors and other medical professionals for the past several years. From 2001 to 2021, the cost of running a medical practice has increased by 39%, but Medicare payments to physicians have dropped by 20% when adjusted for inflation. Meanwhile, Medicare Advantage plans capitation rates have been increasing. During the past year, many health insurance companies have been making record profits, so there is no need to increase their payment rates. Also, when you consider that some Medicare Advantage plans commit fraud by upcoding and by denying needed care, it makes no sense to reward these companies by increasing their payments. Now, there's something else that I find troubling. The Center for Medicaid and Medicaid Services, or CMS, works closely with Optum, a company owned by United Health Group. United Health Group is one of the largest companies that sells Medicare Advantage plans. Additionally, Optum is the largest employer of physicians. So you have a company, Optum, that works with CMS that is owned by a health insurance company and is the largest employer of physicians, while payment rates are increased to insurance companies while being decreased to physicians. In my opinion, this is a major conflict of interest and CMS should end all business relationships with Optum. No company that is owned by a health insurance company or has any financial relationship with a health insurance company should ever be allowed to work for or advise CMS. Further, instead of raising rates for insurance companies, it's time for CMS to give doctors a pay increase. This brings up another problem with our healthcare system. No health insurance company should be allowed to employ physicians who work with patients. When a doctor is employed by a health insurance company, I would not have confidence that the doctor would be free to advocate in the best interest of the patient. Suppose the insurance company told a doctor to never recommend a procedure because it is too expensive. The insurance company could require that the doctor never mention the procedure to the patient. This covert denial of care could become commonplace. Frankly, I have no idea 
if this is currently happening or how often it may be happening. And that brings me to my next point. The United States does not require care denials to be tracked, so we can only guess at the frequency of care denials. We should require that physicians and insurance companies track care denials. Furthermore, insurance companies should be required to compensate physicians or their staffs for the time spent trying to reverse care denials, and insurance companies should be made to pay hefty fines for care denials. Currently, insurance companies suffer no consequences for their denials of care. There are other aspects about care denials that also need fixing. Currently, insurance clerks or doctors in other specialties can deny care for a procedure. Even worse, there was a recent expose that one insurance company was having doctors deny care without even reviewing the cases. We need to require that any possible care denial be reviewed by doctors that are in the same specialty as the treatment in question. If these rules are violated, insurance companies should be subject to harsh fines. As I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, the recommended changes will make some necessary changes and slightly improve our current healthcare system. However, as I also mentioned previously, if we want to truly fix our healthcare system, we must implement Medicare for all. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to Medicare for All Explained. Remember to tell your family, friends, and colleagues about this podcast. Information about Medicare for All Explained can be found at our website, Medicare for all explained.org. The music for this show is Super Bubbly by Jesse Spillane. The logo was created by Lily Sparks. Thank you for listening.